Welcome to Pimpin' Positivity Podcast, where we motivate, inspire, and hype you up along the way. Guys, I am excited for this episode because I have my friend here, Bruce, but you may know him as BWB Positivity. Welcome, Bruce. How are you? Oh my gosh. Yes. Shimmy, 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 shimmy. Yummy. How are you? I'm so excited that you're here. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I thank am a fan. For, I I I bow to you. Thank you so much for having no. me on your podcast. You're incredible. And I just want to say hello to Pimpin Positivity followers. I love you, and I want all of you to know that you are incredible, and you have an amazing host, Alethea, who is going to be diving into a lot of deeper conversations as we go through overcoming from addiction, mental health, overcoming yes. self-love. As we dive deeper into this, I just want to say, Alethea, thank you so much yes. for having me on your podcast. You are You're so incredible. welcome. I love you. And I have I been you following back. you for a long time. And Same. <laughs> to have you a part of my online family, I'm so grateful. And I feel the exact same way about you. I don't even know. Like, I've been... I've been a fan of yours. Like I've been in your family for quite some yes. time. And yes, you I have. remember scrolling on TikTok and I just see, I like, I'm scrolling and I'm like, oh, okay. And I see some guy just running up with, with this fan, like, hold up, hold up. Yes. With the fan. And I'm like, okay. And then you get there and you're like, stop. Breathe. Wait. Breathe. Yes. <laughs> and I, but but the first thing I was like, come on, hair. Like for like I just couldn't get over this hair. I was like, okay, hair. But then and you came at the right time because I get uh, everybody who knows me knows that I'm an overthinker and I get overwhelmed extremely easily. So yeah. when you came and you were like, just stop. Breathe. Here's a cup of love. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. And it really felt like your hands were my hands and we were holding hands and you were just breathing with me. And I was like, you know what? That's an instant follow. Like, like I have to see more of him. And then I learned your story and I fell in love with you even more. I fell in love with you even more. So can you just give us a little background? Because I know your story, but I need everybody else to know your story and how you turned your pain into purpose, because that's exactly what you did. I have to take a deep breath. <laughs> yes. Yes. I breathe. am. First off, I'm so excited to be on your podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. I was extremely nervous about this. And um, I spoke with my partner, Teo, who told me, you know, just be you, share your light, 
and always just be you. So here's a cup of a cup of love for you, Alethea. And I am. I'm. I'm like. I'm shaking. I'm so excited. I love and the I'm cup nervous. of love. Just so, it's just you. You and I. And look, God. Like this is not the, the first time that Bruce and I have spoken. Like we speak on the phone. Like we. Yes. So this. This is just you and I having a phone conversation. It's just recorded. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for allowing me into your life for this brief moment. This is a moment that I can impact your life for the better of your future. And if I can impact your life for one second, that means that I'm accomplishing my goal and my dream. Hello, my name is Bruce Wayne Brackett, and I'm coming to you from the unceded land of the Lenape people here in Pennsylvania. I always like to give acknowledgement to the people that we are residing on. So I really encourage you to look up where it is that you're coming from, what land you might be um, residing on of the unceded, uh, of the unceded people. and. Um, with that, I am coming to you from Pennsylvania. I grew up in Montana with very rare opportunities. The odds were stacked against me, and I overcame a lot of trauma and abuse and drug addiction and neglect and um, hardships. I know that all of us face those hardships. So I'm not special in that regard. Yes, you are. <laughs> I, I, I am, but I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm not alone is what I mean. Like, there's so many people who go through foster care and abuse and being pulled out of their home and being placed into foster care and adoption, which is everything that I went through. So I, I went through that at a very young age and I was very fortunate enough to be adopted in a home that gave me everything. And even though they gave me everything, my trauma still followed me throughout my life. Mm. And, you know, like, oh, my goodness, like, I went through therapy, I went through trauma therapy, trying to get down into the root of the problem, and finding out that I didn't necessarily need to go through all of that, but I had to go through my whole life existence puberty, everything else to get to the point that I'm at. And by that meaning, I had to live my life to fully yes. understand what it was that I was going through at that time. So I ran away from home when I was 16 years old. I became a sex worker, a drug addict. You name it, I did it. it like, you know, it's but just... here you are. But here and, you are. And here I am. And it took a lot. It took a lot. It took a lot of therapists. It took a lot of counselors, 
caseworkers, doctors, psychiatrists. It took a lot of people to get in my corner for me to overcome. So I did not do this alone. I did not recover alone. It took a long time for me to ask for help. And when I was willing to do so, my life flourished in ways that I would not even today. I don't even understand what's happening, you know? Right. So it's, it's an ongoing journey. I have been through bullying, through abuse, through all of those other things. But I can now at 32, I can now say, I am letting go of all of the opinions of people that have come before me for me to let go and live my authentic life. I love that so much. Like I I love like that is a very powerful, powerful statement that I think that people should hear and listen to because a lot of people don't first of all we don't know how to ask for help much less accepted yes but let's transition back to when I first saw you I just thought that you were this guy that was just being positive and was just trying to help people but then as I dug deeper (laughs) no (laughs) as I dug deeper and you begin to tell your story I learned that you had an addiction yes and there was this one time where i was this i've been following you for maybe about a year and i was scrolling and i saw your name and i expected you to come running towards me but instead it was tail and he was telling us yeah about how you were out and like you you were you were good you were recovering you were doing some self-care and that all that you wanted from us was to know that you were okay and just keep rooting for you so what inspired you to become sober Are you a huge cunt? Us too. Wait, can we even say cunt? Of course. It's empowering these days. Cunt, 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 cunt. I'm Ange Ballastone, a.k.a. The Drag Queen, Fat Girl Gina. And I'm Mike Fails, just a normal gay guy, I guess. And we're the hosts of The Big Cunty Couch, a gorgeous new talk show podcast where we invite queers and peers to sit, bitch, and be fierce on a huge-ass couch while we gab about all things gay. So come get cozy and cunty with us. We're pan for platforms, so find us anywhere online and get listening, sweetie. Or watch it. Or both. Otherwise, why the hell am I in full drag? And we'll see you on the big... Cu- oh, wait. I thought we were going to say that together. No. <laughs> on the big c***y couch. Mwah. I was dying. Oh. I was dying. It's as simple as that. Um, I was dying. I was really walking over everything that Teo was providing me. He is a huge inspiration for me and a huge love in my life. Like, he's my other half, you know? Um, I I really don't... Oh, my God, I didn't expect to get emotional. It, it is... Look, feel <laughs> your... 
feelings because because this this is real like this is realness and people do not understand that when you find that person because 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 that's who manda is for me and when you find that person who is with you through all your shit and stays with you through all your shit and still is there just up lifting you and they could have walked away a million and one times, but yes. they didn't. Yeah. So when you find that person and you realize, because it took me a while. I actually spoke with her about that this morning. It took me a while to realize what I had because for a long yeah. time I didn't. And I yep. did things that I should not have done to her and she still stayed. She yeah. still stayed through it all. So when you find your person you hold on to them tight you hold on to them really really tight so if you do not already know Teo is your partner so you said that you grew up in Montana yes how was that like growing up in Montana and being openly gay it was a roller coaster beyond your dreams yeah it was it was a ride I was really, really fortunate that I had my adoptive family who was willing to support me. But in the public and in school, it was constant bullying and abuse. And I had to let go of that. My mom, she she was so cute. Like, she went online and she looked up how to counteract bullies and she printed out this whole manuscript of like how to combat that. And I rehearsed it with her several times. Okay. And then finally I applied that to my own everyday life in school. And eventually the bullying kind of, not stopped, but wasn't as loud. Right. Cause I know I have a lot of my followers that, that ask, how do you deal with being bullied? Like, how do you, how do you go through life with people bully you and talk, talk, talk about you and make you feel so small where you just want to crawl into this little circle yes. and 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 you and you don't want to go to to school because I have people that I, they they don't want to go live their life because they're constantly being bullied so I love how you said that your your mom was like oh no not not, not my son like we're gonna research yep. this because yep. no nobody bullies my baby so <laughs> and she was very like yep. pro- proactive in your life and yes. that I liked when you said that you rehearsed, like you you made oh, a like, yeah. conscious effort to be like, look, I'm 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 gonna re- rehearse this, and ne- next time, I got it, bitch, I got it. it <laughs> literally, it was a full on rehearsal of a production that, like, if I was going to be on the main stage, like this is the rehearsal process we went through. Like my mom tossed me i'm not kidding tossed me around the living room in rehearsal process of like pushing me around and being like hey you're you're a queer you're a faggot you're 
all of these things. Yes. And I had to combat that with her. And she taught me that if I didn't give in, but I allowed the bully to have their say. So if they said, that hey, part. yeah, yeah. Like if you are a different person, like, I mean, they, they would call me a queer and that I grew up with nothing. I would say, Hey, yes, I did. I grew up in a dumpster and my mom is looking for pillows. And if you want to come to um, help me after school and organize our throw pillows in the dumpster, that would be great. You're welcome to do that. <laughs> yeah, you're you're welcome to do that. So I went along with the bullying, and eventually they realized, the bullies, they realized I was no longer fun. I was no longer fun for them. So they moved on. That is key. And I love how you said that people only do what you allow them to do. So if you allow yes. them to keep on bullying you and you don't take a stand and they're going to keep on doing it. But circling back to what you and your mom did and what you did, the more that you rehearsed, the more that you said all these things out loud. Yes. How did that begin to make you feel because I always talk about saying things out loud and it's so much better because you just tend to change the more that you hear it it makes you feel like okay I can do this so was yes. it like that for you it eventually became that for me um and I noticed that the bullying reduced a lot, but then we moved and I didn't have to deal with that anymore because we moved to a bigger city where people were more accepting. Um, I still had to deal with it, but I took those tools with me and I didn't really have a problem with the remainder of my high school career. Like I, I took those examples and I used them and it really helped me to graduate that it helped me all the way to the amazing. to the finish line like it really helped me you know um so I took that example and I still to this day because I receive hate online I receive of course. yeah like I still so, get so bullied Yes. So do so I. Do but but let, let me tell you something. I I have learned that I my haters are my motivators. Like I I yes. love I love like it it brings me joy <laughs> to see yeah. that I still have haters because that means that I am doing something right because if yes. I wasn't, then I would not have haters. So that means that I am on the road to doing something awesome because we have haters. Because I say it all the time. The acronym for haters is having anger towards everybody reaching success. Bitch, we are successful, okay? Bitch, we are the shit, yes. the whole shit, and nothing but the shit. So 
I love my haters. I, I, I welcome you. Like, I welcome you to come hate on me because that just makes me want to be more great in your face. Okay? And everything that you just said, <laughs> and I love that so much because I try and implement that every single day in my life. If you're willing to come and hate on me, let me give you more love. Yes. And so when you and I going to that, I'm glad that you said that because when you and I spoke, so you always use the term in every video, you say, here's a cup of love. Can you tell me? Cause you, you already told me, but, but I want you to tell everybody else, where did that come from? Ooh. Oh, that's a, Oh, I don't know if I can. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, come, come on, Harris. Let, let me, let, let me flip mine too, because oh. shit. Okay. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I hated when someone would tell me, and remember you were loved. Mm-hmm. I hated that with every passion of my being because I didn't feel worthy. Exactly. I didn't didn't feel good enough. I felt like I was easily discarded because I was removed from my adoptive home and put out into a foster care system, which was up for grabs for anyone. So I really felt like, and remember your loved was so superficial. And it's, 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 it's like always made me feel like, okay, remember your loved. By who? Because, I mean, I'm sitting here feeling worthless. Like, I I have family members that treat me like shit. I have people that treat me like shit. I treated myself like shit. So, remember your love by who? Like, give give me some names. Something. So I can feel better about myself. (laughs) What it came down to? was realizing that I could love myself enough that that I could move forward and allow, allow others to love me. It doesn't matter who it is. This person can come to me and they can say that they love me. Am I willing to accept their love? This is something that I've had to learn. Oh, me too. Me too. There's there's so many people who will come to you in their life and say that they love you. What are their motives? I look at that. My I do. gosh, me you you and I, we I I think that we might be related because that that's always <laughs> me too. But I think that that happens because we don't feel worthy of the love that they're trying to give us. We don't feel worthy of it. So we're always looking for the other shoe to like drop. And I, yes. what well, I can admit, I was a big self-sabotager. Yes. When it came to that, I would yes. self, like I would have the most amazing. And I did this in, in my marriage several times that I thought that, okay, I'm not going to be married f- for long because I kept wondering why why are you with me? Like, why? Like, what was, and I, and I realized that I was self 
sabotaging myself because I was like, let me beat you to it before you do it to me. Yes. And I was like, well, let me just do it first. (laughs) Yes. And I think that's a huge part of it. Another big part of here's a cup of love is just realizing that I have the self-love for, for myself that I am able to fill my own cup with my own love. I see my own worth. I've worked really hard for that worth. And if I'm able to pour that into a cup, and if I'm able to serve that to other people who feel like they're not worthy, I know that so many people go through their day without hearing, hey, reminder, I love you. You're, you're capable. You're powerful. I'm proud of you. All of these things. If I can't pour that cup into myself, how am I going to give that to someone else? So Ooh, I, wait, can, can I, you can can you just say, say that last statement one more time? Because I feel like somebody needed to hear that word. Just say it one more time for the people in the back. Yes, if and I'm gonna scream it. If I okay. can't pour my cup of love into myself and say that I love you and that I'm proud of you and you have overcome everything in your life to get to this moment right now, if I can't pour that into my own cup, how am I going to give that to others, let alone accept that from others? This and is my cup of love. what makes you so authentic is the fact that you have learned this. And I, this is something that we both talk about self-love is self-care self-love is self-healing and if you can't fill your own cup with love then you can't fill anybody else's cup how how are you going to tell other people to love themselves and you don't love you how do you want other people to love you and you don't love yourself how baby i am i you see me this beautiful plus size woman and I would put myself down more than anybody else but I expected people to love me as I am well fuck I didn't love me as I was so how could I expect other people to love me as I am yeah Yeah. so you have to learn how to love you first before you can expect anybody else to love you that's why self-love is important and also self-love teaches other people how to love you Because if you love yourself, you now know what you will and will not accept. So you know, okay, well, I love myself too much to put myself down. So I will not allow you to put me down because I know that I wouldn't do that to myself. Because when I did not love me, I would let people talk to me any type of way. When I did not love me, I allowed people people to put their hands on me when I did not love me. But when I learned how to love myself, I wish somebody would put their hands on me now, baby. (laughs) One of us is going to jail or something. Cause listen, cause I love myself too much to allow, to allow other people to hurt me. And that's the key is that you can take on so much negativity You can take on so much hate 
You can take on all of this other bullshit that's coming your way, but you're allowing it. So if you don't want that to follow you, you can allow the opposite. You can allow the opposite. You do not have to take on all of that negativity. You don't have to take on all of that hate. You don't take you don't have to take on all of that other bullshit that has nothing to do with you. Come on. You better preach to somebody in this podcast today. It it ain't got nothing to do with you, but we we take on other people's issues. We take on other people's problem because we put other people before ourselves. And that should not be Why? the case. We need to make ourselves a priority. So I make yourself a you, priority. Yes. Yeah. So I have to ask you, what made you go on this journey of uplifting yourself and other people? What what pushed you in this direction to say, hey, I can do this? Because first of all, I know how it feels to not love yourself because I didn't love me for an extremely long time. And I allowed people to do things to me that I I felt like I didn't deserve better. And mm. when I finally started to slowly motivate myself to be my own cheerleader and not have to be validated by anybody else. Cause I was always looking for that. I was always looking for somebody to say, yay, good, good job. I didn't yeah. need that because I can do it myself. Yes. So when I started to learn how to love me, I was, I thought to myself, you know what? I know that there's other people that feel exactly like me. So I wanted to be for other people what nobody was for me. Yeah. So I wanted to give you the like tools so that you can learn how to love yourself. Just like I learned how to love myself. Just like yeah. you learned how to love yourself and fill your own cup before you fill somebody else's. It's the before, before part. <laughs> Before, okay? Yes. Become. <laughs> yes. So, so if true. you could, if you had any advice for anybody going through addiction, if you had any advice for anybody going through bullying, any advice, what would you give them? Like, what would you say? I would say to realize that this moment is not defining the rest of your life. Ooh. This moment is not giving you permission to sulk into the background. Come on. This dude. moment is not giving you permission to be less than what someone told you to be. You better speak to us today, Bruce. It is something that if someone is providing you with hate to realize that they're suffering, that they are coming from a place of hate and they want you to feel the same way that they do. It is not your job. And it is not. Let me... 
transition to because there was something else that I saw on your page and I cannot end this podcast without speaking about it because I am super proud of you and for those who do not follow him and you do not know you're going to know now you wrote a book can you tell us a little bit about this book and what is it about and what can as soon as you say that it is available i'm going to get it so tell us what this book is about what inspired it what can we expect and when is it going to come out Ah, I wish I had all of those answers for you. I don't, unfortunately. Um, But yes, thank you so much. I did write a book and it is a memoir overcoming from addiction, trauma, um, abuse and neglect and overcoming from all of that, having the odds stacked against you. This is a very personal story, a memoir that I wrote and it's coming out very soon, like within the next week or two. Uh, But it's, it's called how to breathe while suffocating. And it is, it's about my life story. It's about overcoming from abuse, trauma. I love it. Um, I was a runaway prostitute at the age of 16 and I reintroduced myself to drugs and alcohol at a very young age. And I mean, in in my early life, I was born into detox from drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I didn't, until later, until puberty, reintroduce myself to drugs and alcohol. And I ran away from home and I went to Oklahoma City, Denver, Dallas, Salt Lake City, Chicago, Las Vegas. I went to a whole bunch of different cities running away on a Greyhound bus. And I had so many different experiences, for lack of a better term. I had so many different um, experiences. Yes, I experienced rape and... um, overdosing and experiencing hardcore drugs for their first time. Like and I it's, experienced- and, it's, and it's like all of this, something that we can read about in your book. Yes. And it's in full detail. I love yeah. That. Yeah. It's in full detail. It's honestly the half of my story. So it begins at birth and it ends when I became sober from crystal meth, um, which was almost nine and a half now, almost 10 years ago. And Congratulations I'm per- on that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know how to feel. It's, it's very exciting and I'm very scared and I'm very excited to share this journey The thing that I really want people to realize in this memoir is no, it's not necessarily a self-help book, but it kind of is. If you can relate to anything in this book, if I can provide hope and 
inspiration for you to realize no matter what it is that you are going through or what it is that you're trying to overcome, you can recover from that. I love it. And I love that message. I cannot, I can, I I honestly and truly cannot wait till this book comes out because it's very rare that you find people to be so transparent and you are. And that's one of the reasons why I love you before we end this podcast. Can you please tell everybody where to find you, where to follow you or your socials? Can you please let us know all of this information? Cause we need to know because we love you. Thank you. I love you too. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast and to pimp and positivity uh, yes! people. I just, I, I love each and every one of you. I want you to know that whatever you're going through, you can recover. Um, if you're looking for more positivity, you can follow me at bwb.positivity on all platforms. And my website is bwbart.com. I am not only an author or a uh, international motivational speaker, but I'm also a portrait artist. And I'm also just a human trying to figure out my way in this world. So if you feel like you were alone, I want you to know that I have no idea what I'm doing. And that's okay. That's okay. I have no idea what I'm doing. And I ask questions and I ask the people who have led before me, hey, how can you help me? I have no idea what I'm doing. I have 1.3 million followers on all social media platforms, and I still have no idea what I'm doing. So if I can do it, you can do it. Keep showing up for yourself because it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Can, Can you please leave us with one of your breathing exercises absolutely yes grab my hands metaphorically i got it i got it it. if you can see this visually grab my hands if you can't and you're just listening metaphorically grab my hands and breathe take a deep breath in hold it one two three exhale Go ahead and breathe in again. Breathe in. Hold it. One, two, three, four. Exhale. You are more than capable of overcoming everything that you are allowing yourself to not achieve. Listen to that again. You are more than capable of overcoming everything that you are not allowing yourself to achieve. I love it. You can overcome and you can achieve it. Get out of your own way. Be your own advocate. Show up for yourself because no one else is going to show up for you like you are going to show up for yourself. You have overcome everything in your life to get to this moment right now. Who the hell is telling you that you can't overcome this moment? 
get out of your own way and do it. Breathe. <laughs> Baby, on that, I have nothing else to say, but whew, continue to be great in their face because you are amazing. So continue to be great in their face. Be great in your own face. And as Bruce said, to get over bullying, to get over these people that keep trying to take you down. It doesn't Remember matter. Remember who you are. Yeah. Remember who you are. Remember who you are. And people only do what you allow them to do. So do not allow people to take advantage of you. Do not allow people to hurt you. Do not allow people to steal your peace, your joy, your happiness. And the last thing, the last thing, before you can fill anybody else's cup full of love, fill your own cup first. Fill your own cup first. Uh, I love you, Bruce. Thank you so, so, so much. I love for being, you. And you, I, this will not be the, the last time that you come on this podcast. I'm just saying. Because oh, my God. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to come back. Yes. So, guys, go follow him. Go show him some love. Give him a cup of love. Continue being great in their face. And as always, have a good day on purpose. You're welcome. Yes. Now, clap. Because, bitch, you're gorgeous.